Pickaxe. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Triforce podcast. Oh, it's so good oh. to have all three of us. Oh, man. The boys back together. I just want to hug you both. Yeah. Right now. Don't yeah. touch me. Uh, I bet. Come I in. Bet you do. Come on in, P Flex. Oh, Get off yeah. Me. Uh, how are you feeling? How are you both feeling? Great. Man, we had a huge storm here. It was unbelievable. I thought I I legitimately thought we were going to die at one point. It was wow, un unbelievable. The, the what, wind. What, what, triggered life. That? what triggered that? I've just never heard weather <laughs> as bad as uh, what I heard during that that what, storm. Well, describe it. What did it sound like? It sounded like. Uh, a million people knocking on my windows uh, all at the same time with their fists, banging with their fists, because we had, we had hail the size of clenched fists. Uh, I've seen some while. pictures of the hail, we and until some... you've actually seen it, people, you can't really believe how big it no, was. No, they're big, and you can imagine that just, uh, you know, it, it smashed car windows, everything. Like, it was insane. Um, the wind was like nothing I've ever heard before. There was a tornado mm. over here at one point God. during all this. Um and uh, and the rain the, this the heavy rain it just it flooded a lot of stuff including my garage which was flooded but not as bad as last time because um after last time I changed some things around to make it a bit uh, more not flood proof but you know make it easier Resistant. to recover from yeah. any flooding I think and, that's uh, smart so. and it worked out pretty good actually it took me about half a day to just clean up and, and tidy up and stuff. And then I was, I was back up and running. So I didn't have to go back to the office or anything like that, which is pretty nice. And, um, but yeah, it was, uh, my, my kids all slept through it. I think one of them woke up at one point uh, because it was, it was quite noisy, but me and my wife were just up all night mm. because it was terrifying. It was just, it Battling was unbelievable. down the hatches. Yeah. yeah. Did it feel like you, like it exposed loose like things and like i don't know yeah things for that sure were... my 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 um my greenhouse and my garden is smashed to bits like it is all over the backyard i still haven't cleaned it up it's everywhere there's just pieces of it all over the all over the place wow yeah and uh um, yeah I... I guess that's just what happens when you have like i guess places that have more regular severe weather yeah are more resistant to this yeah thing, they won't have like it, a lot of loose stuff so rarely yeah. yes it's fairly sheltered the, the channel islands you think right yeah mm. i mean it gets it, it does get a lot of weather there a lot of weather passes through the the channel like we you know we're used oh, to see. like storm force six or seven winds and stuff like that and it's it's all manageable you know you get used to it after after the first couple of storm force seven storms you're just like whatever like this is just normal but uh, this was a Storm Force 11, and uh, it 11. really hit different. It was unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, That's it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. The airport was closed. All the all the boats were canceled. But the lead up, so we were away for a week. Uh, we went to France. We took the kids to uh, Disneyland Paris, uh, which was fun. Yeah, we, and we were meant to come back on Saturday, but all the boats were canceled because there was like a ton of shitty weather ahead of the big storm. So all the boats were canceled and we were stranded in France for until we, we didn't get back until Monday night. So we, we managed to, to get back onto the boat on Monday. It was packed. We were so lucky. And then when we got home, this storm hit basically like the next day and uh, all of the boats and the planes and everything. We get all of our food over here by ferry and they were canceled for about a week. So all of the supermarkets, the shelves are like totally empty. There's no bread. Jeez. Yeah, it was fucking crazy, man. It's amazing how quickly like infrastructure falls apart. It does. It? You always hear about it. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know. It's not at all we... gradual. It's instant. And they what were did, like saying on the- What did your kids make of it? Well, they, they're kids, right? So they, 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 you know, nothing overly bad happened. I mean, there's a bit of flooding, but they didn't even really see it. So, mm. you know, it just didn't, didn't register with them. Uh, they heard, you know- they heard the winds and the next day it was very windy and stuff, but you know, they just sat around in their pajamas all day and played <laughs> Nintendo. So they just didn't really care, you know, it's, it's like a snow day. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Sounds great, I, mean, I remember honestly. a couple of, we had a couple of bad storms. We had the, a big ice storm in uh, Montreal and Ottawa when I was a kid. We were off school for like two weeks. And I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. But like 
there were people without power for like months like people died like it was it was it was a really bad storm but when you're a kid you just yeah you know, as it should just, be yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah if it so. doesn't directly impact you, you don't yeah, know about yeah. it. And as long as it's only a couple of days, I guess you know your oldest is long and old enough to have um, seen some shit, be able to remember COVID and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, and that yeah. whole malarkey. Yeah. And I don't know, know so. how much of that even sunk in. I think they just they 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 recognize some disruption, but I I don't think it affected them. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't think they look back on it as like a. A tough time or anything like that. It's weird when you're a kid again. When you're a kid, yeah. it's, it's just a different perspective, right? As, as an adult, you, you're you're very aware of how disruptive it is and and everything. But I don't know. How was Disney with your mixed aged family? It was a, it was pretty good. I mean, it's it's not a break. You get back and you feel like, holy shit, I need a vacation now from that <laughs> vacation, which you know you just can't have. But overall, it was really good. Um, it was my daughter's birthday while we were there, and we didn't it, we didn't mean for this to to happen. It just so happens that her birthday is always on that half term, so it just happened that her birthday was happening while we were over there, and um, they were really sweet about it. You know, like all the uh, they call them cast members were always like saying happy birthday and everything. And a couple of stores that we went into because they gave her a badge when we checked in like a birthday badge to wear like on her birthday. So on her actual birthday, when we were going around and stuff, if we went into like a shop or whatever, occasionally like the person would be like, oh, hang on, I've got a telephone call and it's for you. And my daughter would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> the first time it happened, we were like, what the fuck is happening? Who is this? Yeah. Didn't really twig like that it was her birthday or anything. It's like the banker from yeah, Deedle yeah, Dodeo. Yeah. And then like, so she what? like, so she grabs the phone and it's, and it's like, you know, Mickey Mouse saying, Hey, Paul! Oh, happy birthday! Oh, happy birthday! Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that, but she loved it. You know, she just thought that that was amazing. And oh, this happened relief. like two or three times. That's and every relief. time. Can you imagine if she picked up the phone and you, she just like had this crestfallen expression on yeah, her face? Yeah, yeah. Well, like... it's it's good too. Their attention to detail is uh, is uh, admirable because um, she, they they this happened about three times, and every time the message was different. So she wasn't oh, like, well. and she would, she would pick up on it immediately. If it was the same message, she would say, oh yeah, it was just the same message. Like, you know, mm. she, she would definitely notice things like that, but uh, oh, wow. yeah, it was pretty good. So, uh, so that was smart. good. And um, they're not like big thrill ride uh, kids, you know, they didn't really want to go on any roller coasters and stuff, but they love the scenic rides, which I think Disney does really well. Uh, so we ended up going on like Pirates of the Caribbean and the Haunted Mansion and all those slow sort of scenic rides hundreds of times. It was unbelievable. I think I went on Pirates of the Caribbean and I ain't joking like 20 times. In <laughs> Good God. Yeah. Good God. My daughter was just obsessed with it and uh, they got back and they watched all the movies and they... They got like eye patches and swords and everything. So they the pirate role play has been like off the charts and... Yeah, it, it's it was good. It was a good trip. They had a lot of fun, and, uh, and I think great. they have lots of memories that will you know they'll have for the rest of their lives, sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but I I really just needed a dark room to <laughs> to die in when we got back. Was... <laughs> You've done your duty. <laughs> yeah. You've served your your country proud. Well done, oh, son. Oh man, God, being a dad, eh? Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was I just, so good. Uh, uh, we're not doing a mailbag uh, today, but I did have one requesting that we don't uh, talk over each other. Oh. And oh. I, I just, uh, I just want to. Was that from the editor? Out. No, that was Tom not Hazel. from. Tom I don't Hazel. think we have to worry this time, though. I mean, I've just been talking for twenty minutes no, 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 all yeah, on my no. own. It, <laughs> we were just... liking it. We were listening. <laughs> but Sorry. I mean, I, I, I just, I th I'm sure we, we, we've mentioned this before. You've got to understand that we're not in the same room. No. And when you're talking to people in person, there's a lot more non-verbal cues that you pick up on about when you can talk and when you know, and, and when you want to say something and all the rest of it. Yeah. And there's also a slight, slight delay on Discord. So yeah. sometimes you think someone stopped talking. So just so you guys understand, if we do talk over each other, it's because we're on Discord. We're not in the well, same room. And also, and I of don't course, really nobody means to talk over, over each other. Yeah, so whatever. There's a lot of other factors, right? One is that <laughs> we kind of have this unspoken rule that the person who's saying the least important thing will 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 shut up if you have you know so so if you have something interesting to say just barrel on and say it because the editor can cut out that other person and they will usually stop like 
I have this. It's a bit of a bad habit, but it it's because we we record. We don't cut. It's, we don't create this fake narrative podcast, right? We just mostly most of what the hour is goes out, right? But yeah, there is a Discord lag, and as a result, sometimes people will start talking at the same time. But also sometimes. I am just filling dead air yeah. uh, because I don't want there to be awkward silences. No, that's and a- I'm kind of trailing off. And when I do that, I'm kind of looking for someone to jump in anyway. Um, the problem I is want when, people when to interrupt that, me and talk over me. But when you do that, Lewis, and sometimes you'll talk for like 10 minutes about something, I'm normally asleep at that point. So it's kind of hard to chip in. Yeah. But I'll try yeah. and stay awake. Like I'll try and... I've, I've noticed this as a bad habit that I have of talking over people though. I've done it. I've noticed myself doing it. I think my parents called me out on it. We all and do my, it. And one it. of my dates called me out on it as well. Oh, wow. Wow. Like, what? Is this a recent thing? Yeah. Oh, oh no. when was this, baby? When was this? Details. She, well, tea. She Give was me the tea. Telling me, telling me stuff that I was doing wrong. Like apparently, like at a restaurant, um, I was just like, you know, the, the guy would come over and I'd be like, oh, sure. And he'd look at me and I'd say, oh, can I have the um this or whatever? And she and she was like, afterwards, she was like, you're supposed to you're supposed to ask if I want to order first. You know, it's like as if as if I'd oh, I'd done the etiquette all wrong. Yeah. It's like oh, and I was like oh, I've never. Realized that that was a thing before. It's not. Um, it's not. The, the well, waiter exactly. looks at you and says, "What can I get you?" You tell them what you'd like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't say, "Oh, what would the lady like?" <laughs> yeah. What are you, fucking Victorian gentleman, going on a date? <laughs> yeah. Right. Give me a break. Oh, here. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You order first, and then you just walk out and leave. <laughs> <laughs> I've been running into a few of these like slightly awkward um, roadblocks. I did. Uh, I did have a date on Halloween, actually. Oh, and, nice. Um, did they wear a costume? I was in costume, so I was still in costume from the day. Did you, was it your little bee it, costume? That famous no, it was bee the bee. it was a, it was a shitty T Rex costume, like <laughs> what a the big full? rubber T Rex suit what, with just yeah. your face showing. Yeah, pretty you much. You went on a date like that. I saw, yeah, I saw one I of would, those. Um, mm. I saw one of those, but it was inflatable, and a person stands in them. And there's fake legs that come out yes. the side, so it looks like you're riding it. Yes, those are great. So here's my now, question, I, Lewis: If I, you went on a what? date with a girl and she was wearing a full body costume of a dinosaur, you'd think, "What's she hiding under there?" That's what you'd right. think, right? Because you're a suspicious and cynical man. You would be thinking, "Oh, oh no." Well. These days, though, by the time you actually go on a date with someone, you've got a good idea of, not that they're putting bikini pics on their profile necessarily, but a lot do. Um, You usually have an idea of what you're working with before. Working with. Right, what are we working with here? Yeah? Let's have a look. <laughs> Crack the hood on that one. Let's have a look. Oh, yeah, no, no, all looks good in there. Nice uh, engine on it. Good stuff. No rust. Excellent. I'll just check the oil. There is some. Well, you know. Uh, uh, anyway, I wouldn't recommend it. Honestly, I I thought I could style or it out. Or dating, or a no, yeah, well, not not generally <laughs> dating, or 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 going to a date on a full in a full Halloween costume. Yeah. I mean, you know, it if, if you guys idea. get frisky, it's going to take a while to get that off and on. That's all I'm saying. What if mm. they were into it and they were like, "Oh God, finally, someone else who's a diner diner sexist." Or whatever. Right, right, right. Have right, you done right, the classic yeah. date move where um you you go out for dinner and you turn up but you'd you'd already eaten just recently and you're not hungry? <laughs> I don't do the dinner date. That is not a thing. Right. Uh, or at least not for a first date. You just said, told us that you were in a restaurant with someone. Uh oh yeah, that was like a uh, his that, story's that falling later. apart. Yeah, already. Looks like so we've a, got our suspect. That was like a that was like a third or fourth date, that one. Oh, so that right. was some real detective. Third or fourth shit there. date. How how many dates like what what was the frequency of dates for this particular date um, we was we have seen each other for a while anyway right um don't worry about that i went well i'm not worried about do. it i'm just oh, asking I i'm very because worried. i forgot to talk about this and i've been like saving it well not really saving right. it uh i went to belle delphine's halloween oh god party. yes oh yes you mentioned this yeah what was she there she was there. Yeah, of course. It was her party. Yeah, she, her she might, might have been one of those parties where you see her for like two minutes and then she, she's yeah, off she, talking. She's like in her office doing work or something and she doesn't fraternize the... Uh... No, she invited... It was also her birthday. On um, Halloween? So Lewis, like, Lewis, I don't want you to take yeah, this the wrong way. On that week. Why were you invited to Belle Delphine's birthday? Right. Because I, well. I, I know you very well and she is not in any way the kind of content that you create no, and I, I believe she's probably a good, good bit younger than you. So <laughs> I'm just saying. Was your opener when you got there? Hey, guess what? I'm 40 now. 
I did say that to her. Yeah, nice. She, she said she said she's twenty four. Well, did you know her you before go. she was this famous? Week. Wait, so she was a teenager no, no, when no. she was bottling bathtub water? Yeah, she was like eighteen. Oh Good my Lord. god! Yeah, I know it's actually crazy. So she's really nice. No. Um, she doesn't look much like you think she would because I think she's done quite a good job of like actually remaining. And I guess you have to be when you're that famous. She's very not pretty. She is very pretty. She's very pretty. Wait, she's, she's very a, nice. What um what does she do now though? Because the last I heard when she was like like the I I feel like she created a name for herself through the 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 bathwater stuff. But I'm and, not and sure. And the OnlyFans and all that made a fortune. Oh, is and it OnlyFans? Retired. Right. I mean. That is exactly what she's done. I think. I think you. You. I think she's made her money and is is happy to perhaps hide now. I don't know. I think she's. Um. I don't want to speculate, but she's obviously got a lovely house. She's got. She's really. I think she, her whole thing really is making stuff look beautiful. I think she's really gone through and made this house look absolutely fantastic. Like she's like playing The Sims times a hundred. Right. You know, every room is like customly created she's got like a bar and like a little library and all these sort of paintings on the walls and a dining room and this huge mansion it's got two sets of staircases that's how you know it's a big house Jeez. right when it's got <laughs> two staircases i mean i've got um, two staircases but they go from well, one floor to the next and then for that floor other. to the next one yeah. But that yeah. is two staircases. So if that impresses you, come on it's round. Two staircases You've got a downstairs. very typical, uh, like, like Victorian London house set up with the two, with the landing, right? Like, yes, in the, yeah. And then the ballroom, of course. Yes, the, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it's just, uh, it's a it's a nice, really nice house. She a lot of nice people, and she's got friends from all sort of different walks of life, really. So yes. she's friends with. The cosplay community. Weirdly, like I know her from two different friend groups. How do right. you know Belle Delphine? I mean, I know you're, from... you know, you are Lewis Brindley do cast. I'm not having a pop, but I, I don't imagine you ever being in the same circles as her. No. Well, I didn't either necessarily, but I'm friends with these um sort of people who know people through Comic Con and cosplaying, but she's also friends um with some larping people and duncan and smithy have seen her on a larp she goes um, larping you've got to yeah, be kidding me <laughs> seen on a larp or two what is it so a bunch of larping people what there. does she go as well like um like um i, I imagine a sexy elf or something i don't know some sexy nymph what, just... do you, what do you think she goes as she doesn't go as a fucking oh, I was ogre assuming she went she as like a like a massively overweight apron wearing bartender <laughs> was my first uh guess ah, but... adventurers I spoke <laughs> yeah. after with, a, with a cornish accent of course yeah exactly it goes as like fiona fiona from shrek or whatever uh. i don't know she definitely does some some Anyway, uh, but it was a really nice play. Everyone was like encouraged to dress up. So, you know, because there were a lot of cosplay and a lot of um, laughing people there, everyone sort of made a bit of an effort. It Except for fantastic. you with your T-Rex, rubber T-Rex costume. <laughs> oh, no, Is that I, what you I, wore? I got like a rented musketeer. Uh, of course. Of course. Yeah. That would suit you, actually. Yeah. That would suit you. You got the face. You have a musketeer nice. face. He does. French. Uh -huh. Yeah, you have yes. a French-leaning face, I yeah. would say. With the moustache. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have French ancestry. Oh, so right. Really? Well, that, that explains that it all. Right. Not Lebanese. Brondly. No. Uh, Le Bronde. Le Bronde. But, it. I mean, it, the whole thing was very interesting, because all the people are kind of... Lots of beautiful people. Yeah. Okay. And then some weird people. Right. So what? What? For example, um, when we were on, when we were on holiday in, in Corfu, my friend Tom was looking up these. Um, he follows a lot of these Instagram hotties, right? Right. And so, so he was particular. We found this one girl randomly on TikTok who whose thing was she would stand over the camera and like look down on you and sort of shit talk you and call you names okay what's her username <laughs> but then she would like she would just degrade you and spit on you right it was kind of awful but also like sh kind of shockingly mm -hmm. awful in a hot way right, right? so what is her um, username I, again, I'm not gonna spit Probably there's there's tons of them, right? Just like, put it in all over the place. put it in the general channel and let me look it up. Otherwise, we're just talking about something pointlessly. Just tell me. Her username is I, awful I, spitter. I have not kept. I have not kept her name. All right. I don't actually know, and I don't follow Shocking. her. But I recognised her at this Halloween party. Right. And I was like, Tom, it's her from TikTok. 
and he was like, "Oh my god, it is." Um, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh my god! god. You're right, you're Bob. correct. It is. <laughs> well, we were dressed up, you know, so we had to do the accents. And I was I was shocked. I bet um, I can guess who this is, by the way. Probably. Anyway, uh, she was there with like I thought she was there with her dad, right? Because um, because I thought I was going to be the oldest guy there, you know. But so um, you were upset to find that there was somebody else there older than you. I I was yes, I was crushed. Um, it was it wasn't <laughs> like it wasn't a whole kind of it wasn't like an orgy or anything like kind of crazily sexualized or anything um like you might think no it was all I very that never occurred to me what time Genuinely. did you have to leave to um to have your um your prune juice nightcap because that's probably when the orgy <laughs> happened after oh yeah like 8 p.m i left yeah. you know really i find early. in my experience usually the party really starts after i leave because i'm old Right. Yeah. I, I, so you know what? I'm sorry to intrude. I, I, I want you to carry on with the Belle Delphine story, but I do have a quick aside. Have you guys ever noticed that when there's a night out or a party or a get together and you're not there, the stories about what happened at that occasion that you weren't there seem so much more fantastic? And everyone said like some big memorable thing happened and it yeah. becomes like a big thing. Yeah. And then when you're there, it just seems like a regular night out. That's just me. I don't yeah. know if I just bring the vibe down, but I'm never there for the story nights. Like the big night where everything Yeah, like the, the one where everyone's like, oh my God, don't mention that. Go away. I'm not there. <laughs> I must just be such a downbeat drag on fun that I just, I'm like anti-fun to the point where all of the cool, funny, interesting stories, I'm never there for it. That's how it feels. Do, do you guys feel the same, or is it just me? I'm happy uh, if it's just me. I'm sure I've felt like but, that before, yeah. I don't, know if it, I, think, I don't know if I feel like that all the time, but having said that, I can't remember the last time I went out. So, it, you know what I mean? It's so it, it's all so long ago I now. I think it's that all might so be distant. it. We did go out it, for drinks in, in Bristol when you and I were both down about fucking four years ago or whatever. This is pre-COVID. We yeah, were both probably. in Bristol. I can't remember what for. My, if I go out in Bristol, I just go to the, the, uh, the pub, like by the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and sit outside there all night, basically. So you, you and I did that with yeah. everyone else, but yeah. you and I also had a pint in the hotel. Yes. And that was probably... Had, have you been out since that then? That was insane. Uh, that probably was a wild <laughs> What a wild night. Yeah, probably not. I can't... Well, I mean, that would have been the last time I was down before COVID. Right. And uh, I haven't I think been actually, since, so it's been about It might well years. be just the quantity of going out. Like, they, they, some of these guys go out every night, and so there's bound to be interesting shit that happens when you do that yeah. seven days a week, you yeah. know? Uh, uh, this was a pretty tame party, really. Everyone was really nice. They had some, like, little treasure hunt stuff. Belle printed out, like, a, a little um, book of photos for us all, like, but photoshopped us all to look like we were all dead, um, which was quite nice. Oh, so it's everyone Halloween. had a little okay. picture cool. of them in a, yeah. in a thing. Um, you know, she had, like, these really cool decorations, like a giant, terrifying kind of fortune teller machine-style jester monster thing mm. right. in the basement that, was, that would flail at you. Oh, she had some great stuff. It was really, really cool. So did, did you... Uh... Did you like chat to her, or was she just sort of floating around the party hosting? Or like, how many yeah, people? Yeah, we, I were there? chatted briefly. There were about probably like eighty, hundred people there. Good you know? God, that's a big in party. Her house. Yeah. Well, it's oh. a mansion, so yeah, true. Yeah, they brought some people. Like uh, people would generally bring in sort of plus ones, right? And so, um, what were what were, were like? Uh, what was the parking situation like? She just got a really big front drive, right? Um, and and what were the cars like parked out there? Was it like? Lambos and uh, stuff. Well, I th mostly? think she has a Ferrari. I, th I think or something. How, I wonder or how Porsche. much she's made from all this. It must be millions. She must have. Yeah, she must have. Well, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess she's probably made about thirty or forty million pounds from this. Oh, I don't I know imagine. if it's thirty or forty. I, I think that's it could quite, be. That's a I high. Think I think that's actually a um, low ball. Wow. Really? Wow. Yeah. I mean, her, uh, I don't know, her, her OnlyFans was like the most popular one ever, right? Oh, like, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, and I know that the top few people, I mean, I, I know a couple of people who do um, like management uh, stuff, not, not, not like in an Andrew Tate way, 
you know, where they're sort of uh, getting girls to go on on cams and OnlyFans and just taking all the money for themselves. They're sort of talent management for those kind of influencers. Um, I've met a few people that do that. And they told me that it's a bit like Twitch, really. Like all things, it's like an inverted pyramid in terms of how much money the very top few make. And the very top percent of OnlyFans is divided even further. So there's a handful, really, of creators that make an absolute fortune and then everyone else is kind of some of them are making a decent amount but it's like those top few are making all the fucking money on OnlyFans. I'm consciously trying to not talk over you for the first time ever. (laughs) How's that going? I I think it's unnatural. We've made hundreds of these episodes. None of us are angry about it. It, it. It's a thing that we do and we're all comfortable with. If we just met, I get it. I mean, I, here's the thing. If someone starts talking over you, you kind of have to give way and hope that what they're going to have to say is going to be worth the interruption. Yeah. That's just part of it. And we all trust each Once other. Once I start, me, I'm like a juggernaut, though. I'm not stopping for anyone. Like, I'll, I'll, fucking, no, good. I'll fucking stop you, bro. I'll fucking put a stop. I'll just start screaming. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Break ah! it up. Break ah! it up, you two. I'll You're going to have to that. go up to your hotel rooms. You can't have this brawl in the hotel bar. Oh there, was a, uh, there was a guy I knew. I worked with him. And he spoke very long-winded in a monotone and if you tried to interrupt him he would just keep talking and look at you and he would just stare at you and keep going and it was like all right well this is a battle of wills and you just have to fucking dig in and either keep going and hope you shut up or just give up and just let him monotone for like five minutes it was insufferable he never got invited to the pub no well i worry that i saw this meme on reddit the other day which was like other people telling a story and it's like begin story end story me telling a story is like pre-prologue story you know (laughs) then like build up to story then like tangent about you know for background and then like meandering you know anecdote about something unrelated and then like forgot the original point back to story um you know apologize afterwards yeah (laughs) yeah but also our job is to fill airtime like that is what we do if we're on a stream for like like what me and me and uh ozzy did uh like a three-hour stream where we had to talk about (sighs) arcade games that people were playing on the on the machine in the office right now if neither of us was happy to fucking pontificate for hours about radiation sickness which is what we ended up talking about that doesn't work it's the job is being able to talk bollocks for hours just to fill people's spare time that's it that's my job people are at work or they're bored or they're studying or they're on their commute or they're stacking shelves my job is to fill your ears with just anything and if you can stand it job done that's it yeah and as long as it's mildly interesting that's fine i did um a brand deal this weekend for ee it was the most corporate thing i've ever done i felt kind of a bit like a corporate shill about it but at the same time it actually was kind of quite something a bit different so i I didn't mind so much but the whole thing was so they basically spent it felt like six figures on launching this ee game store i don't know why i'm still advertising never heard of it but they set up this sort of physical chest giveaway in 13 different cities you know with cameras and cosplayers at each (laughs) you know and so we had to like you know, go, oh, going over to Birmingham now, seeing if anyone's got the chest, you know, we were giving out the passwords on stream and we were kind of, they also paid to have this game made where we would play the game that they had made for the brand deal right? for the three hours. So it was a game that you can't get and no one else had ever met and no one else, you know, it's just a game jam type quality unity asset store game. But, and so, you know, we had to just kind of fill and delay and try and like you know say interesting things like oh what's everyone's first console you know we're kind of like kind of like just like padding to to move us on to the next sort of thing they're showing mm. and it is all about just keeping up a low level pattern yeah yeah of what's happening i find they do that it. the best yeah. on game award ceremony shows <laughs> yeah yeah oh man they know how to they they really know how to to you know if how something goes wrong and they gotta fill time or whatever oh Mm. <laughs> oh lying. my god totally they're so cringe they're the scripted bits are cringed and the unscripted bits are even more cringe like the the whole thing i think but, uh, yeah think think about those shows is it's meant to be it's just a big marketing thing obviously yeah but it's like hype 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 
Like the mission is everybody has to be up and happy and hype. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Oh, man. Like all the time. <laughs> I was making my son laugh, which uh, which is always a great joy. But I was making him laugh this time because we were watching BlizzCon. We watched the opening ceremony together because he's pretty into gaming and he he you know he's he's interested enough. He wanted to see it, and so every time somebody would come out on the stage you know they'd say and next up on the stage randy miller lead producer of diablo or whatever and like before he'd get on stage i'd be like doing the voice i'd be like hey what's up please con <laughs> like, like, uh, doing like the fucking red shirt guy asking the questions voice and, and everything and uh <laughs> but sure enough every time i would make a joke about it it would be word for word like they'd yeah. come out and say the same <laughs> shit and then the same question would be asked and my uh, my th my son thought it was really funny like it, you know just the the cynical side of it sort of thing yeah, yeah. but, but I, I think i think that kind of thing where it's like it's meant to be everybody's like on the edge of their seat for hours yeah. like oh hey that's impossible yeah but that that's the job but like when i know when i when i've done um Dota events, there's often delays. Yeah. And it'll be someone's PC is knackered or their keyboard has to be switched out or whatever. And the producers just say, keep going. Like you just have to fill for as long as possible. Sure. But we don't have to be excited. No. We just have to talk about Dota or, you know, just talk about the town where we are or the city where we are. So it's much easier. Having been told, you're gonna have to fill for like an hour and it needs to be high volume, oh, high energy man. that whole time. It must be a fucking nightmare. I love, They're all on coke. They're all on They coke. gotta be. I love watching, uh, like I noticed this, um, especially when, whilst watching the opening ceremony for BlizzCon because when they, when they do their speeches, they obviously have to rehearse them to, to, right. to some extent, right? You can't just really wing it. Um, and most of their speeches are, are pretty good. They're pretty polished and stuff, but there's definitely points in their speeches where, and you can tell that they've rehearsed this as well, they're stopping for reaction, audience reaction or whatever. And so many times they would say something and the audience just did not react. But there was <laughs> a really big pause because they're waiting. And then they'd yeah. be like, and then, you know, like they just start <laughs> robotically going through the script again. Uh, fuck, it was so oh, funny. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I mean, to, where no stranger to cringe, um, and there was a few cringe moments at, at Belle Delphine's. <laughs> oh, do tell, do yes, tell. Please, I would love to know. So uh, there was this like kid there who was like um, 18, right? right? And he had his girlfriend, who I assume was also 18. Um, and we were waiting for the bathroom uh, downstairs, and it was like taking a while. And it's like people turning up, and they're like starting to queue. And I'm like, what's going on? So. Um, Finally, there's a, this, 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 the girl come, the girl from the couple comes out and, you know, closes the door behind her. And so I open the door and go in and the, the, the boyfriend's there pulling his pants up. Okay. Right. okay. And so they've obviously been having sex in Belle Delphine's downstairs right. toilet. Not okay. cool. <laughs> not what if cool. they were both cool. dumping? Not cool. What if they were both taking a dump together? Yeah. What if they a just dumped dump. together? A couple's dump. They, well, it didn't. Sm it didn't smell of shit. Lewis is that um, old saying: okay. "Dump together, stay together." Right. Well, no shit smell uh, means that is a a red herring. That, that's a sh that's a shagging. Yeah. Or a blowy. Now, Could first have been of all, is, Could have been, yeah. is this something? Is this a story? Is this a good story to tell? If you, like, if you're just doing it for the story. Are you like, yeah. you know, I I had sex in Belle Delphine's bathroom. This this literally happens at every party, every yeah. every house party known to man. This happens. People are shagging. Multiple. Yeah, where else are you going to go? Are you going to say, Bell, can we use one of your 50 rooms to have sex in, please? No. no. Where can we go? We lock the door and no one's going to knock it, and they're say, probably, They're there. probably doing it in the bathroom because uh, all the bedrooms upstairs were probably already occupied. Right. No, we can go upstairs. I think that they've 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 had parties there before, oh. so they've like got these little like um, velvet right. ropes and stuff. Do you know what I mean? They're well prepared for... But did she have security you... there? Uh, no. Well... No. Jeez. Well, not that you saw. That means they were good stories. Oh, <laughs> <that> was, <laughs> they were blending. <laughs> <laughs> Just disappear back into a bush, you know. So when's the next one? Is she doing a Christmas party? Yeah, or can what? I get invited to Belle Delphine's party, please? Sure, I'll see if I really? can get you in. No way. Do a plus one on Flax and then How we far can away get... is it from London? Oh, it's not far. Oh, okay. good. Yeah, no. I, I would go. Oh, where would Flax I stay, wants though? to go, yeah. I just stayed in a Premier Inn nearby. Premier Inn? <laughs> yeah. Premier nice. Inn? 
All right, I'll nice. go uh, next time. I'll I'll go with you, and we'll both stay in a Premier Inn. I'm not stay in a Radisson next time. Yeah. Stay stay in a Marriott. Come on, what are yeah. you doing? Premier, not right? made of money, not Belle Delphine. <laughs> Jesus. True. Yeah, I'd, ju- I'd love to go to a cool party. I love cool parties. I like mm. being the least cool part person at the cool party. Oh, that's man. definitely like, how I felt. That's a game yeah. for yeah. me. But if we're together, we can have a laugh about it. That's yeah. fine. We can be the, like the Statler and Waldorf in the corner laughing at all these young people having fun and being cool and rich and sexy. That was really what the, it was like. Are those the old guys from uh, The Muppet Show? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love those oh, guys. God, I feel so at home with you guys. I feel, yeah, exactly. feel safe. You if know. you ever need a companion for a social occasion, I'm a very, very good social occasion companion. Very good. <laughs> you I can know talk what? to anybody. I'm very chill. I'm not bigging myself up here, but I I also am really good <laughs> yeah, in social absolutely. situations. Absolutely. You could take either of us and you'd have a better time. Uh, I know I don't come across that way. Okay. Get me in a room and I'm like a butterfly. I yeah. my, I open my wings and look I can out. talk to anybody about anything. Listen, I'm a good listener. I'll chat to people. I'm very sociable. I'm not creepy. No. I don't have a bad smell about me. I'm not going to do anything too embarrassing. It's good. It'll be fine. I don't, t- I don't have a big swig of cider and then burp. I, I do I, that. I don't really I do, do that. that. Sometimes. Wait, 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 wait. It sneaks out sometimes. We don't have to fight each other about this. Don't you? I feel like it's a competition now because there's like maybe there's only one invite to Belle Delphine's next well, party. Well, you're going to fucking fly over from Jersey, Flax getting all this airtime, bigging himself up and stuff, and I can't I'm even get a word in. Up. I'm merely giving myself uh, my CV. I can't, I can't even get a word in here. I can't hear myself gonna... think because you're talking. <laughs> Let's be honest. I am not. I was like the, the the most edge invite to this party. Okay, I'm like friend of a friend of a friend. I'm not. I'm not Belle Delphine's friend, and uh, I was very lucky to be there. And well. you can't say no if someone says, "Would you like to come to Belle Delphine's party?" You you cannot say no. Um, I'd go just to inspect the house. If somebody <laughs> somebody invites me to a house party, I'm going. I don't care who it is. I, I like to yeah. look at houses. Like, I will look at somebody's house. Even if your house is fucking totally shit, I'm looking at it. Yeah. I mean, there's limits. I'm not getting on a plane to go to, you know, a house party. Well, then again, maybe maybe a good one in America. Hmm. A good house party in America. Like who's, a, who's, a kegger. Where, what, where, you, where is the, the... Which celebrity would invite you to a house party that you would say you'd fly across the world to go to. Oh, fly to across fly across the, the world? world? Nobody. Fuck me. You'd have Nobody? To. Uh, you've got no, there's no celebrities that no. would invite you to their place that no. you, would, you would drop everything for. Well, here's the thing. How well do we know them? You know, I'm going to fly over there. I'm going to have all these imaginations about what it's going to be like. And I'll yeah. just be one one other guy in the corner. There's 100 people. Yeah, I'll just be at a party where I don't know anyone and exactly. feel like shit. It's one of those situations where the invitation makes you feel like you're special, but really, when you get there, you're not at all. Yeah, you're just, just you know, you're not. They their needed to good pad, pad numbers, and yeah. nobody else was available. And think mm. how much cooler everyone else there is going to be. You're going to be like, who invited that guy? Who's that guy? Oh, he's yeah, just a friend yeah. of theirs. Oh, what does he do? Um, nothing. He does nothing. Okay. Oh, I see. Yeah, so, would you yeah. rather go somewhere? with someone you half I'd know. only want to go to a celebrity's party if I was like their best friend yeah and, you know you you would go in you'd be like oh hey Jimmy love what you've done with the home theater god it's changed so much since last time you know you could be that person you could be the person yeah last time I was out at the ranch uh the home theater t- did not look like this uh he's changed it's <laughs> changed it a little bit in the past even just the past couple of weeks I was only out here in May so you know yeah you can so be I that know guy. Him pretty, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty you well. could be the guy I'm who pretty qualified is so cool because he knows Jimmy to some. Let's degree. think of someone famous that you have heard of that you don't hate. Like it can't be Elon Musk or anyone like that. It has to be some or Tom Cruise. It has to be someone famous that you don't think is a dick. Right. Right. Mm. Who's that? Like maybe Keanu Reeves. Like Keanu. Okay. Keanu's having a party yeah. at his mansion in LA, right? No, no. And who's going? Sips is going. I'm going. Oh, if you guys are going, I'll if go. If I'm out there already, I'll go, but I'm not flying uh, exactly. out there. Exactly. See, you will, but you'll fly over to it just to hang out with us. Not just on my party. own, but I. So here's the truth of it is I would go if you guys were going because you're my well, friends. Well, this is it. It's like a yeah. 10 hour plus flight. It's not worth it to me. No, uh, I, I, if, if it I'm was already out the trip, there for like. Uh, you know, 
even like even all the times we've gone out to go to like uh, BlizzCon or whatever, we've done other stuff while we're there. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. you go to Vegas or you go to Universal. Yeah, we make a trip. You make a trip. You make a trip of it. Yeah, we make a trip of it. So 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 going to that party would be part of the making a trip of it. You know, I don't yeah. think that's your your destination. You're not. So that's what actually that. we did when when I went down to um Beldale Fiends is is we spent the day in Brighton as well oh and we you made a trip and we went it. yeah and we went and had a meal and we walked on the front and you know some of my friends were there and we had a really nice lunch and it was just it was honestly the best day ever right uh, it was super super nice seeing everyone and just hanging out with some people that are really nice um and it was way better than the party but the party was kind of like the the party was like the the reason like the thing that you can't miss you yeah, know? yeah like yeah. the effort but then the, the the day after, where you're slightly hungover, uh, having a nice lunch with laughing with people you like, that was what it was all about. That was the that was the real the good the good chemicals, you know. I'll take your word for it. I don't have any friends, and I don't like having fun. So <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't know. I was, was kind of just like <laughs> oh, slightly just out of like a fish out of water the whole time at Beldale Feeds, you know. Like it's like everything was just like weird i'm like what is happening i love that you um, went to that party i love uh, i love so i love I imagining you being I'm at, so glad at, I did. at that party but also any other party as well <sighs> can we can we talk uh can we talk movies for a sec because i've watched quite a few movies over the last few oh my god so. okay yeah let's talk um, movies i have not watched a movie in the longest time so i'm okay. interested to hear this so i had obviously my flight over to uh seattle and my flight back and there are films on the plane, and I watched a few films on the plane to try and not die of boredom. Um, yeah. I, I did have on my flight out sips, I had a complete row of four seats to myself. Nice. Um, sure. You've got to love that. Yeah, the entire back of the plane was empty. So you did not fly business? Not on the way out. They right. don't fly you business. No. But on the way back, because I was exhausted and I'd been working for two weeks, very long days, I, I at the gate, it was a half-empty flight, so they gave you, like, bargain bin uh, prices for yeah, business flights, sure. relatively speaking. Yes. So I, I paid, um, and so I, I did pay for business flights on the way back. The guy next to me was knew who I was and had been at TI, but he was cool. Luckily, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was interesting. Did he um, uh, did he do like a like a champagne toast when he got his uh, milk for breakfast? <laughs> Here's to you, the finest caster at TI. God bless you. God bless no. you, you son no, of a he'd, bitch. He'd, you son of a bitch. <laughs> did not no um sad. so i watched i watched a few films i watched a film called a knock at the cabin which is the new m night Shyamalan movie oh i have a bizarre fascination with his films because and i don't take this the wrong way i suspect m night Shyamalan might be on the autism spectrum right. uh, because of his difficulty okay. in portraying emotions understanding how people speak and understanding what makes someone seem believable when they speak uh, I, I genuinely think he probably is um and I, I think if you watch this film you'll see the way people talk the way he gets them to portray things like happiness do not seem to me like someone who actually understands people so i, I honestly believe he, he he very probably is he for all you, i know he might have even nailed, spoke publicly about it you've nailed the m night Shyamalan thing of slightly badly made and badly sort of put together movies that have some hook or some twist i mean that's what made him famous but he right. always picks interesting things that even if the movie's bad you still come away from it being like oh, that was interesting Right. Well, yeah. this was not interesting. It's terrible. Oh, right. Okay. Um, it, it's basically the the gist of it is just just watch the film for anyone who's wondering what I'm talking about. I'm not watching it, it now that you've said it's terrible. Though it, it is terrible, but in a way where it's fascinatingly terrible, much like The Happening, which was this film about where the trees decide to take revenge on humanity and make them kill themselves, uh, has has that some of the weirdest insane. scenes. It is insane. It is absolutely insane. Um, the way he gets people to do dialogue. Is is I, I've never seen anyone do dialogue and and conversations the way he does the 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 delivery of lines the script that he writes. Um, for example, there's a scene in the happening. Uh, I think the main character played by um what's his fucking name Marky Mark Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he's okay. a teacher at a school. And do you remember Cameron from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? That guy, Alan something. Yeah, is. he's in he's... Um, Succession, right? Right. Yes. So he's the older brother in Succession. Yeah. So. Um, there's a scene where he's telling the other teachers that something's happening and he gets them all together. And the, the line, it's always stuck with me because it's so strange. And this is what I'm talking about. He says to them, we believe an event may be happening. 
And they all look at each other like, oh my God. I was like, what, what is that? What is that is sentence? That, is that done in like the FBI voice though? Like the, the... No, but he's just like, tells them like, we think an event uh, may Sir, be we happening. believe an event may be happening. Like it's yeah, like, that. like oh my God. This feels fine. It feels fine to me. It's modern talk. You're just old. No, dude, no one says I'm that. I'm joking. Okay. It's fine. He's, he's talking about the fact that people are just randomly throwing themselves off building. And he, it's either he says, we believe an event may be happening, or we believe an event may be occurring. Right. What, what is that? What is that? That's, How does that that's... make it into a film? So Knock at the Cabin is like that for the entire film, where right. people will say things like that, and you think, what are you talking about? Nobody speaks like that. Nobody well, speaks like that. Well, you're, I mean, this is exactly what happens in all of his movies, though. People have to be massively irrational and do like ludicrous things, because otherwise the, the thing they'll falls get, apart very they'll quickly. They'll get the, uh, the twist. They'll figure out the twist. So here's the twist in this. If, if you look, it's not a twist. They tell you this in the first 20 minutes. There's a girl, she's playing a little girl. She's playing outside of a cabin. She's there with her two dads. They're in the woods having a holiday. Dave fucking Bautista turns up, which will okay. raise an eyebrow. And he's like, <laughs> he starts chatting to her and he says, we're going to have to go inside this cabin and talk to your parents. And you guys are not going to like what we have to say, but we're coming in anyway. So they have this really shitty home intruder thing for like 10 minutes, they get in, and the gist of it is, the world is ending, and unless these three people, the two dads and the daughter, decide which of them they're gonna sacrifice, voluntarily and willingly, the other two have to kill the third, and the other four people, Dave Bautista and his little gang, cannot intercede in any way. All they can do is try to tell you, we have this vision, the world's gonna end unless you do this. That's the setup for the film, which is quite an interesting premise. I haven't heard of yeah. anything like that before. It's based on a, on a book. But the handling of it is so fucking bad because he's not a, a, a good director. So watch the film because it's it's how not to make a good movie. That's right. that's my takeaway. I remember watching Old, which is his right. last movie, um, which the whole premise, of course, was you know people suddenly start getting old and aging weirdly on a. Uh, on a beach it's kind of weird but i think it was like and it, i mean it, it feels like these are like one-shot comics or something you know like like a graphic novel that was right. a kind of quirky story that is it's almost like a, a black mirror episode do you know what i mean yeah yeah and i i i thought it was fine i remember watching it and thinking it was it was it was it held my attention and that's honestly like all it needed to do i tell you what i watched on halloween is what i watched the talk to me um with simon Mm. The um the one with the hand. Mm. The, the, there's there's these teenagers and they find this hand and they're they're using it a bit like drugs to uh, to oh let's still get high on get doing a seance right. Right. It's kind right. of it's kind of fun and funny and silly. Um and it's honestly like again I I really enjoyed it. Like it's quite a low budget kind of silly horror movie Australian. I just I just liked I liked it a lot. And I, I think that's all a movie needs to be for me. I understand the whole Rotten Tomatoes thing of either I liked it or I didn't. Like, I don't, I don't need to have like a percentile. I don't need to give a movie a percentile review of how much, you know, what I, all the nuanced crap and the, all this. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. I mean, if you're saying it held my attention, if that's the metric by which you measure the goodness of a film, you're basically saying that you want the human equivalent of the channel for cats and dogs that they put on. <laughs> Like you just want to stare at the screen for a bit. I understand. And Some movies have moved me, um, for sure. And you know, I get it. And some movies you step away from and you're like, damn, that was a good movie. And others you're like, well, it was all right. I and saw I thought, um I saw Oppenheimer. I liked that. I thought it was yeah, pretty it was, good. It was good. I got it. it. I left that and I thought, damn, that was a pretty eh. good movie. I I yeah. didn't I yeah. didn't mind that one. So uh, another film I watched was called Blackberry, which is the story of the Blackberry. Okay, sure. which is a moderately interesting right. story about the phone, the Blackberry. Um, I didn't realize that one of the main characters is also the director, a guy called Matt Johnson, who wears a sort of headband, like a sweatband across his head, has curly hair. Um, his editing was a bit weird. And the guy who played the sort of main character, hopelessly miscast, just didn't work at all. Um, but it's okay. It just kind of peters out. So like not a very good, particularly dramatic story. Are, are those it, phones... It was, a bit, it was okay. Is Blackberry still going? No, not really. I think a little bit, but not like it was. And when, when they were big, they were, they were untouchable. Yeah, yeah. And then the iPhone It's like the precursor out. to iPhone, yeah. Yeah, because... And they were like, oh my God, what do you mean you haven't got a physical keyboard? No one's going to want to use that. <laughs> yeah. Of course, every single phone, you know, has a... a, 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 a 
virtual keyboards. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. I want to just say while we're on the topic of movies, and I know we're probably ending in a second, mm. but the um, there's a new uh, trailer for the next Ghostbusters movie. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. The next Ghostbusters <laughs> movie is called Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Mm. What do you think of I that? I don't need to see another Ghostbusters. What do you think? Um, of, well, Bill Murray's in it, and it takes place in New York again, which is... Yeah. Which so is, I watched, is very uh, Ghostbusters, but uh, the, the did, name... Did you watch the new-ish one? Yeah, I took my son to see it. The one with the kids? Yeah. I thought that was actually quite nicely done. Yeah, um, I like... I, I didn't... I didn't hate it. Like it but no, yeah. I it was. But it, it wasn't was, funny. It was taller. No, but it's. It. I don't think it's meant to be for us. Well, but Ghostbusters my, my was son, funny. My my son found it pretty funny. Did he like it? He liked it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, I, I feel like it's too much action in a lot of these films. Yeah, and but I, I mean, again, think, I think uh, that, I think that one is aimed at a younger demographic right. for sure. Yeah, that's fair. I, but I think they. I think you can. You can. You can tell it is because there's a lot of. The old stuff in it, which I think is for adults who are sitting there yeah, with their yeah. kids to be like, oh, yeah, I remember this music. Oh, yeah, I remember this actor, whatever. But not enough of it to, to make it for, right. you know, our generation, if you like. You're right. I mean, it, it kind of stands on its own in that regard. Yeah. In that you could, you don't have to have watched Ghostbusters no, to get it's, this. It's fine. It, it, it's yeah. just a, it is just a, a, an okay, I don't want to see it again. No. But like, if my kids want to watch it on Halloween or whatever, I'll sit through it. Like, it's 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 not an impossible. It's not insufferable. Like, like no, some. No, but I, I also don't think it's going to become some kind of classic. No, I think that's the problem. Is that a lot of these films you watch them, they're lacking some magic or some brilliance or something even distinctly memorable or rewatchable. That when I think of Ghostbusters, that's a film I've seen a lot of times. Yeah. And you can just watch it, and it's fun, and it's great, sure. and it, it's just so well done. But it was All these films that they're well made. They, but Ghostbusters, but just nothing. Yeah, Ghostbusters when it came it. out got the '80s treatment though, because I had Ghostbusters. I watched the movies. Right. I, I loved them, and I had Ghostbusters bed sheets, and I had toys, and I had toilet paper, and and Ghostbusters. Uh, granola bars in my lunch. And, right. You know, yeah, it was well, it, Star Wars, it was I mean, huge. Yeah. It was huge. And I don't think Ghostbusters will ever be like that again. You know, no. I don't think it's a big enough IP now to be a dominant. You know, in in a world where Paw Patrol and fucking uh, <laughs> whatever else kids watch now, you know, uh, miraculous and stuff like that. It's just it's it's a non-starter. Well, again, I think Ghostbusters was. A comedy movie, yeah, right? yeah, it was with, yeah. with a very specific audience of its time, yeah, and that has changed. You know, if you're making a Ghostbusters movie today, it has to be a comedy movie for kids or for teens. You know, right. like, I, and it has to, to contain the stuff that was funny, yeah, you know, is funny to them now, and that we are not the target audience. No, of, but I don't, of, I, of I, a, I don't think kids are going to watch movie, the, right? the new Ghostbusters movie and think. Man, that was really funny. No, because it's it's just not a comedy. No. It is supposed to be though, and I think that sometimes people forget. There are that. some funny like, moments. Paul Rudd's pretty funny in it. Right. I mean, times. All, look, look it's... I think all a lot of successful movies this year are full of comedy. You know, like the the Barbie and the Mario Brothers movie and Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, right. Guardians of the Galaxy. It's supposed to be. Yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. The, the more comedy light. I mean, certainly the latest one this year's wasn't, was it? It was a bit of a misery. I feel fest. like Guardians of the Galaxy has just become like the somehow like the pinnacle of comedy. But like, I, I, I haven't really seen any of them. But like, every time I hear somebody talk about them, they're like, oh, they're hilarious. Like, they're the funniest. They're, 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 movies. they're okay. But, but, but I can't imagine the them being that funny. Like, no, uh, they're not that funny. They're okay. They're okay. But here's the thing. These are not comedies, right? All of these Guardians of the Galaxy, but Barbie was a comedy, 100%. Very big budget comedy, but a comedy. But a comedy doesn't need to cost $150, 200000000 million. No. The only reason it costs that is because it's an action-adventure comedy. Like, You're these right. are big budget roller coaster ride movies with flashing lights, Lewis, so you'll be able to pay attention, and all of that stuff going on, right? But a Ghostbusters was a relatively low-budget movie compared to those. I watched a really interesting video the other day about where mid-range movies have gone. Where are the mid-range movies? Movies that cost... 10 to 50 million in modern money. Yeah. Nowadays, if they're going to make a movie, the, the studios are going all in because they're looking for that one and a half, two billion dollar revenue from yeah, a movie, they, they, from a franchise. They, they don't give a shit about anything else. Yeah, it's 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 a lot more based in science. When Ghostbusters came out in the 80s, it was 
it's not it wasn't it wasn't a movie that was ever meant to be made it was right. it was made by people who wanted to make it and were able to fund it uh but so many times it was almost completely canned and yeah. uh and another movie that was like that was home alone the original home alone which is like right. a classic now but at the time nobody wanted to make it everybody thought it was a stupid idea it was gonna be a stupid right. movie it wasn't gonna make any money and then it went on to make more money than a lot of films ever have made. You know what I mean? So it's yep. like Ghostbusters made a quarter of a billion. Yeah, Ghostbusters was was, uh, was such a there was there was things that helped make it so popular, like the the fact that the, like the theme song was so catchy and just people loved it at the time or whatever, and a couple of other things. But otherwise, it had no business ever being made. Like it was just mm. one of those movies that is a miracle that it ever saw the light of day. But everybody involved is so glad that it did because it God, yeah. it did so well. Did, did, did you guys watch the new Indiana Jones movie? No. So I, I have no interest in watching that film. I saw people watching it on the plane and most of them turned it off halfway through. Yeah. Oh, it's no. kind of sad. And I was like, damn, like you're literally on a plane. Yeah. You've got nothing else to do. And you're like. Ah, I don't want to spend this time that I'm trying to waste. Well, Indiana Jones this. at the time when they were coming out and they were good was there wasn't really anything else like it. They were they were they were really cool movies at the time. But nowadays you've had so many movies that have come out that are not like Indiana Jones but but could definitely scratch your Indiana Jones itch. You know what I mean? It's, I, I just can't believe that they would still make Indiana Jones movies in this day and yeah. age. You know, like it's. I, I also feel like they, 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 they're not making them good. It just relies too much on nostalgia from yeah. people that are even older now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and 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 true. the older you get, you just get angrier and more cynical as well. So it's never <laughs> gonna true. work, is it? Yeah. People are people aren't going to watch the new one when they could just go back and watch the old ones if they need. Yeah. Here's the thing, nostalgia. right? I think it is sometimes it's a proving ground, right? Like a lot of movies came out, and if it wasn't good, we wouldn't be talking about it, right? If if, if Indiana Jones and Ghostbusters weren't good, they would have just been forgotten, like the hundreds of other movies that are out there. But in I, the same I way, I feel like these these movies were on the brink of being forgotten, though. It's only they, they get revived just at the right time, but I I don't know if it's ever super successful. I don't you know. know. I, mean? I think I think Indiana Jones and Ghostbusters have always been in the popular consciousness. They've 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 they, they're not the main ones, but they are the like original movies for ones, sure. Right? Yeah, I would go back and watch Ghostbusters one every once in a while, you know, like with my kids or whatever. But I'm not. I don't know if I would necessarily go out of my way to watch any of the newer Ghostbuster movies because I just watch the originals. Those, I those think are the a lot of time, like. Okay, a writer will write loads of books, and some of them will be bad, some of them will be good, some of them will be better than expected. And he doesn't necessarily, or she doesn't know what's going to be good or bad when he puts it out there, and she doesn't know which ones are going to take off. And sometimes the worst ones, they think, oh, this was something I knocked out, you know, there was a load of crap. That actually ends up being their most successful piece of work, right? Yeah. And I think that's the same with movies sometimes. When they make these movies, they don't know how they're going to be received or whether they're going to be the next huge thing or not. But no. I think... In a, in a sense, the sequels are always a victim of the original success. They're trying to chase that success, yes. right? And you're always going to be compared yeah. to it. And not only that, but like so often you can understand why the, the theaters are like, well, people like this, let's make another one. But then they don't get proven writers in. They get script writers to write them a thing bespoke. And a lot of the time, these screenwriters and these Hollywood people haven't necessarily proved themselves, I feel like. I feel like so much stuff is written... With, we just need a screenwriter. We're, we're going to make a Ghostbusters movie. Someone has to write it. Let's hire a guy. He's a scriptwriter. He's He writes things. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're not going off an originally written story that's always already... And I'm not saying <laughs> that original stories don't get bad adaptations. I mean, Wheel of Time on Amazon Prime is terrible, working off a great source material. And The Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, is terrible, based off original source, original writing. You know, they're both equally bad. But... So they can both fail. But what I'm saying is I think I think in a sense, if you have something that's good in the first place, there's a good chance that it's gonna be good in 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 the adaptation. Like a lot of things don't fail in their adaptation. And I think that the best, you know, like Marvel's having having trouble now because it feels like they've they've not they've diverged from comics or at least like graphic novels where they'd had this sort of already written, planned universe that felt good and people were positively responding to and they're mm. now sort of doing these originals that and they're scrabbling around thinking well what do we do um and and i think yeah it's just sometimes these they're so lukewarm 
these the the newer movies. Mm. Like you said, P Flex, they have they're a roller coaster. Modern movies don't have the time and the nuance to tell like this, you know, drum, yeah. really emotional it's stories. That's action. what that's what TV series. Yeah, a are lot doing. of uh, a lot of good action movies from a, a while back and comedies as well. Kind of just told simple stories that fit into that the time of a movie, right? Like, yeah. And but uh, everything has to be you everything know, the, has, the to world be epic, has to be ending and mo- yeah, multi movie yeah. spanning. You know, you know what I mean. Like, it's it's very rare now that you just get a movie where it's just like, yeah, it's like a pretty simple idea, but it's cleverly written, or you know, it's it it's written in a way that's funny. Or, or whatever, you know, like it, it seems really rare now somehow. It is interesting that the two top movies this year, Barbie and Mario, are based off basically toys. You know, Wait, I, did, did Oppenheimer not do as well as Mario? No of way. It did. No, what am no. I thinking? No, yeah. I mean, no, Mario's no. and Barbie um, are, are, the, are the two and, yeah, and fair, fair. massive, yeah. massive ones. Yeah. So, it, so it, it goes to show that. Um, you know, something like BlackBerry is a massive flop. Right. <laughs> no, but it not... also wasn't a big budget movie. No. But if, if people still had Blackberries, would it would it have been a budget? Would you? If... No. It just depends I think on how interesting just... the story is, I suppose. Well, I mean, I mean, the story is not that interesting because we all knew the fucking story. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like the, the BlackBerry came out, it was very big, and then a better phone came out. That's essentially the story. Yeah, like when you, <laughs> like, you know, like the, the story of Apple or like the story of Google or whatever. Right. They're interesting because they they did things that nobody were nobody did at the time whereas with right. blackberry it's like yeah okay you have all these platforms you have all this technology and you made a phone and it's it's right. not it's not that remarkable it's not that interesting no. i mean I, I thought the steve jobs film with michael fassbender was really good making a personal it, computer when none existed is a little bit more interesting i mean there well there were personal computers yeah I yeah mean, it's but just it's that not what he did yes. was more it, it was interesting because it showed that he was driving the company away from being a tech company to being a consumer tech company yeah and he understood most people want something that, frankly, looks pretty and is easy to use, and they care more about that than whether you can swap <laughs> I love, I love, boards in. I and love out. the uh, the 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 apples of the day <laughs> that were uh, that that were quote unquote beautiful and easy to use. Those <laughs> right. are the fucking little bricks. They're so <laughs> they yeah, they're so, so shitty. But they, I mean, at the time, computers were even worse. Oh, I know. Like the Commodore 64, when you loaded it up, just had a prompt, like a fucking flashing cursor and a bunch of text at the front about what BIOS you were on. Yeah. Like that was it. It wasn't, it didn't have a, it didn't say hello world and, and, and open up and you didn't have a mouse and all that. So really this was like amazing stuff when it arrived. And and I think that was an interesting story and showing, frankly, a fictionalized version, I hope, of what he was like and the family life and all that. It was it was an interesting film, whereas a BlackBerry film is just not very interesting. The other thing I watched this week that I really actually liked, I didn't think I would like, is the Beckham documentary on Netflix. <laughs> right. Now, oh, yeah. I think it's partly because that, I grew up in the 90s yeah. in mm. the UK. And so I didn't realize just how much... I remember from that time. I'm like, I, rec- I could name all the people on the England football team. You know, I could name all of these people. I was like, oh my God, it's them. Oh my God, it's this guy. Right. You know, like it was kind of kind of weird how much you osmosis back when, when, you're, a, when yeah. you're a teenager. I'm a, growing yeah. up I'm a sucker time. for documentaries like from the 90s and the 80s because I love the old footage, you know, because it is a bit, it's nostalgic, right? You see, sometimes they show like old commercials that were on TV or you see these old celebrities that were big at the time that you've just completely forgotten about or whatever like for me like half the time i don't even really need to be that interested in the subject matter the documentary as long as they're just Mm. showing like lots of old shots of cities and stuff like that and and yeah i mean i'm not into football i'm not into david beckham or victoria beckham and i but i was i i lived through it and it was in the back it was in the background and so it's Mm. kind of this i feel like that would be interesting enough though i think like i think they probably have a pretty interesting story generally i, I don't know i, I, I will I say one thing about that. it there is a scene in it where victoria beckham's talking about her upbringing and david beckham throws her under the bus by saying you weren't working class and like embarrassing her and it's become quite a sort of viral clip right of him yes. asking her what car she was driven to school in and stuff and i'm thinking her image is kind of very public david and- don't say that <laughs> <laughs> David! David! How dare you, David? I'm as working class as you are. 
<laughs> we only had two Mercedes growing up. Oh, no. Oh, fucking hell, David. Fucking It is hell. a bit of that. It is a bit of that. Actually, they all come across quite nice. There's the, Just before that clip, actually, in, in the um, documentary, there's this bit where the dog jumps up on Victoria's lap and she's like, oh, good, I've got a dog here to make me seem more human. And um, <laughs> And David's like, you know, Shall I get the rest of them just to, you know, help? Because <laughs> otherwise... <laughs> That's funny. So there's a couple of little bits like that. Um... What, uh, I feel like David Beckham... Well, sorry, David and Victoria Beckham's son, their oldest son... Brooklyn? Just got married. Brooklyn? Yeah, just just got married. But they got... she He got married to a daughter of, I'm pretty sure, another famous person. But it made me think as well, because I was just reading about Francis Bean Cobain who's just gotten married to Tony Hawk's son. Oh, yeah. So it's a... Well, they another... all go to the same Belle Delphine party. Of course, you yeah, know, yeah. It's but like, it's, that's how you yeah, yeah, of course. But it's it's interesting, like the, uh, you know, all these names of like yesteryear or whatever. Yeah, all their uh, kids. Uh... Their kids are now, you know, getting getting to know each other or whatever. Yeah. And different circles and the stuff. The parties yeah. that rich kids go to. I guess. It is. It's the Belle Delphine yeah. parties. Yeah. That's what happens. So there you go, Lewis. Those 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 people you saw coming out of the bathroom that were having yeah. sex, that might have been uh, Michael Romeo Portillo's Beckham son and, and uh, <laughs> <Michael> <laughs> Eric Nichols' oh daughter. You never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one final recommendation. Just uh, the new series of Invincible started on, on Prime. I watched episode one yesterday with my eldest. Recommended. Great show. If you haven't seen Invincible, watch it. It's great. Anyway, okay, yeah, I'm going to wait until it's all out, actually, because they're, they're trickling it out, aren't they? Yeah, once a week. All right, cool. Well, there you go. Well, that's some, uh, some great catch-up. We God. caught up with, with where we've been, all the movies, everything else. Yeah. Uh, I'm on holiday next week, so we'll probably do a mailbag. But thank you, everyone. We'll see you, see you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye.